your business. So uh, my business is called High Vibe Alignment and it's a wellness company. Mm -hmm. So um, I have a crystal shop. I sell crystals from all over the world and I make crystal jewelry with them. And I sell other different holistic and well-being uh, products mm -hmm. at my shop. And I'm also a yoga and meditation teacher. Mm -hmm. So teaching all online at the moment. Because you had a very, very different life a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah. So what were you doing before this journey? I hate the word journey, but... I, I hate the word as well, but it really does sum things <laughs> up so it well. It sums it up, yeah. <laughs> um... So I did fashion design at college mm -hmm. and at uni um, and loved it, F wanted to be a fashion designer. And then after I finished uni, I got a job at a well-known high street clothing company mm -hmm. um, designing their baby wear and their children's wear clothes. Absolutely loved it. The job itself, wonderful, mm -hmm. so cool. Learned so much with wonderful, lots of wonderful people yes. there. And I one day discovered that I had cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. So that just gave me a wham bam smack in the face. Did mm -hmm. not know that that was coming. Mm -hmm. So that completely changed everything. Mm -hmm. I had um, nearly a year off work, actually. Um, yeah, nearly a year off work. Mm -hmm. And that was a really difficult time, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and then work itself, it was quite stressful still being employed by someone whilst I was going through, um, going to my different appointments and having all this going through on in my mind it was it was all just a lot so yeah I had quite a few months off work while I had my surgery chemo radio internal radio as well um yeah bit of a crazy time yeah and um during that time I had a lot of time to well I had a lot of time in general I think everyone can relate now yeah <laughs> I had a lot of time <laughs> um lots of time to think about what I liked, what I didn't like, what I really wanted to do in life, mm. what made me happy, what dimmed my light, what didn't yeah. make me feel good. Yeah. And I, well, I went, I was introduced to a cancer support centre and that's where I did meditation, yoga, relaxation, um, all of this lovely stuff when I discovered crystals as well. Yeah. Um, and something about that place, I don't know what it was. As soon as I went there, I just felt just really at peace there. And it really, it just fully resonated with me, that place did. Even the bookshelf, oh my gosh, the amount of amazing books that they had there. Really? So good. But what was it actually like? Like, what was it that made you feel so at peace there um i think it was that they took a complete different approach to healing than i've ever seen and i think the word healing has a bit of stigma around it and i did used to think a certain way when i heard the word healing myself but for me 
before I went to the cancer support centre, healing was chemotherapy that mm-hmm. made me feel like absolute mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um radiotherapy that they told me about all these side effects that that i that i'd have straight away and that i did have and that i'd have in the future as well um healing was uh being in surgery for like seven and a half hours um being told i couldn't have kids mm. so it was very medical, going to the doctors. That was what I thought healing was mm-hmm. when I was told, you've got cancer, we need to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, physically, great, wonderful. That that worked for me and I'm super grateful for that. Mm. But then when I went to the Cancer Support Centre, they looked at healing in a completely different way that I had never even thought of. It never crossed my mind in the slightest that, just relaxing is mm. so healing for your body. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know that. I really didn't know. Um, and I joined in with their classes, meditation, yoga, relaxation, and it made me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, and I just knew straight away that this is what I needed to do more of. Um, yeah, I realised what, was good for me what was not good for me and I came to the conclusion that being in a busy big office environment loads of people feeling quite rushed quite on edge um loads of deadlines and things that didn't work for me anymore Mm -hmm. I realized that I went to work every day with a knot in my stomach yeah and I had no clue at the time that I thought that was normal I didn't even think about it also pilot thing again yeah it is completely just no awareness to my own body to my own thoughts Mm. completely thought it was normal um yeah and then realized that there's a complete other way to live yeah in, in peace with yourself and in in bringing your body and your mind into balance and so was it just really clear like I am never going back to that life again yeah completely clear black and white and were people like what's she doing she had this great job in a big corp what what's she thinking so my mom and dad definitely were not enthused about it Mm -hmm. so they definitely thought like that um yet maybe other people did I'm not no one else was quite so vocal really Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um but I think the whole big C situation kind of gave people I think it made people think oh wow she's been through that she might be going through like a little a little phase now Mm. of she she's changing her mind of things so I mean, I don't know, maybe that's putting words into people's mouths, but I think um, me going through what I went through, I don't know, I think things like that do change your outlook on life, so people... And it'd be difficult for them to potentially reach for that feeling of understanding. Yeah. If they've not been through anything like that, you don't know what you don't know. Mm. Everyone's just like navigating at what what they know. Definitely. And so yeah, I can imagine that though. I can imagine that people would be like 
confused about your new way of living and working. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Especially with everyone else, like everyone around me having corporate jobs or mm-hmm. um, just like stable jobs in general. Yeah. Um, people starting to buy houses and starting to have kids and stuff. Yeah. And I was like... I think that's very, like, that's very similar to anybody who decides to start up their own business or start working for themselves. Yeah. You are going to get those people. And just because how they've lived their life that go, why on earth would you want to do that? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But now I think that about working for someone else. I yeah. I could not do that. So I fully understand how people would think the other way around and mm. be like, working for yourself, you don't know where the money's coming from, you don't know how much you're getting paid each month. Mm-hmm. Like That's really scary. But to me, so yeah, I fully understand because to me now I'm like, to have a boss telling me what to do every day mm-hmm. now, I mm-hmm. just couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So can you talk maybe a little bit more about the meditation and yoga side? So you got introduced to this in terms of they were doing the classes and you participated in the classes. Yeah. And then you did you know then, okay, I, I want to be the teacher? I definitely knew that I wanted to do more of this because mm-hmm. it made me feel so good. Um, I, I just kind of thought whatever makes me happy whatever makes me feel good I'm gonna do more of it yeah and I knew that these things did um so yeah definitely wanted to do more of it um and then I yeah so I'd go for sessions at the cancer support center which was wonderful and then um me my friend and my mom we looked for yoga classes just around by me Mm -hmm. and then I found my wonderful yoga teacher Denise she is the best the best the best so I don't know how I just found her on Google it was so wonderful (laughs) so good so the first class I went to straight away I was like this is the teacher for me this is the class for me Mm -hmm. it got me in my heart I just loved it as soon as so cool (laughs) And then so you started doing, going to the classes. Yeah. And then where's that thought, I want to train now? I want to train other people or I want to teach other people in yoga. So it was actually my teacher that mentioned it. Um, oh, it didn't even cross my mind, really. Didn't even wow. think about it. So what were you go- what, what were you going to do? Like, what were you go- what job were you going to go back to? Um, so it was making the jewellery to begin with. Okay. Um, so that's what I was doing in the transition of... Well, when I was off, I started making crystal jewellery. Yeah. Um, so that, like, fully took my mind off things. And then I would wear them myself. And then people would ask me, where did you get your jewellery from? So then I'd sell my jewellery to them. Started selling online as well. Yeah. So it was, at the time just making my crystal jewellery mm-hmm. um, and it was quite a few years down the line really when mm-hmm. I it was actually yeah quite a few years down the line when I then when my teacher then mentioned possibly about wow. maybe doing a training it's just like little bits here and there mm-hmm. she would say and it kind of opened my mind to it um, she helped me find a foundation course um, so it wasn't a teacher training course. It was just deeper into your own practice. Loved it, loved it. And then knew 
during that course that I definitely wanted to do a teacher training. Wow. And then where did, does meditation just go hand in hand in that? Or was that a different conversation that you had as well? Definitely goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So originally the main purpose of yoga was to get you ready for meditation. So yeah, so every med, most yoga classes that you do, you do a little bit of meditation in there or the sprinkles of it somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, So during my foundation course, we learned more about meditation and then just got deeper into it with my teacher training. And then with my meditation course as well, that was like full on. Oh, just love it. So cool. And do you see people have similar experiences to you where it is like game changing to be engaged with these sort of practices? Yeah, actually, yeah. So a lot of people on my training course, um, my yoga training course and meditation course found it in that kind of way as well. Mm. Um, at a really bad place um, and then found this practice really helped, really worked for them. Yeah. And then wanted to share that with others. And that's exactly the way that I feel about it as well. Wow. So true what they say that this kind of thing should be taught to children, should be Mm. taught in schools. Being on your own with your thoughts makes people so uncomfortable. I have mentioned meditation to some people and I totally get it. So there is no judgment here. But it's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't just, I just get bored. Like I can't sit there. And it's like that searching for some kind of mind stimulation all the time and yeah. we are used to it all the time if the tv's not on then the phone's out if there's nobody on the phone watching something on youtube we are never ever for one minute during the day just quiet anymore yeah really when is the last time that you even ate, <laughs> not a question directly to you <laughs> but when is the last time you ate lunch by yourself without the music on without watching youtube without being on your phone just sat there you and your plate of dinner and just eating it in silence it's so true (laughs) it's so true isn't it and that is so bizarre yeah even going on walks and having the podcast in your headphones but i get why because it is difficult to do because it's like oh i don't want really hear what's going on up there sometimes i'd rather distract myself with whatever whatever i can and that's Um, the thing it is all distractions yeah we need these distractions because being alone with your thoughts is a scary scary place yes so bombard everything with me i want to think about everything else other than my thoughts you that's why it's worth taking the time to try and rewire it a little bit Mm -hmm. (laughs) to give yourself a little bit more freedom from those thoughts yeah and i guess that it's something that will we'll go more into but so you started your yoga and meditation during a really difficult time but mm-hmm. have you found it to like still be as beneficial going forward because you get people who start with yoga and meditation do it for like a month and then mm. they fall off the wagon a little bit and then what i always used to do was i'd only use meditation when i needed it yes yeah which i'm guessing you're gonna say is totally <laughs> not the way to do it it's not but it makes sense like mm. it's you think that you you do go for these things when you need it and then it's like oh I'm fine now either forget about it or I don't need to do that I'm I'm cool now I'm chilling yeah 
but even if you do you're better off to do two minutes mm. of just sitting with yourself yeah sitting with your thoughts every day two minutes a day consistently yeah rather than one hour yeah every month <laughs> yeah that makes total sense so if people are like listening to this now and want to start with some meditation i guess my question to you would be what is like a good beginner practice and what should they be expecting to feel well there's loads of different ways you can go about it mm -hmm. so um in meditation the whole point of it is you have a one-pointed focus for your mind mm -hmm. so your mind is thinking of one thing and one thing only instead of being bombarded by all these distractions all these thoughts loads of things going on your mind thinks about one thing okay so that one thing can be the breath yeah that one thing can thing can be your body mm -hmm. that one thing could be a candle Mm -hmm. a crystal an object anything it's quite overwhelming to start with the breath and for some people meditating on the breath is not good at all and it, and it shouldn't be done how come uh, it can just be really overwhelming for some people mm -hmm. um especially if they've got any sort of anxiety or mm. a lot of stress okay. um that can just be too overwhelming and you don't really need to start there you could start with you can start with the most simplest things. And to be honest, a lot of the time, I feel like meditation has like, it's quite, it's quite like broad what meditation yeah. is. People meditate or get into a meditative state all the time and they probably don't even know it. So people that run often get into a meditative mm -hmm. state. Um, sometimes, say for example, if you're washing up, and you're fully concentrating on the washing up and you're just yeah. chilling and enjoying it, not really thinking of anything else, just really engaged in, in doing the washing up. Mm -hmm. You're in a med meditative state then. Wow. Um, so you can do it in so many ways other than you really don't have to sit there, eyes closed, mm -hmm. thinking, right, now I'm meditating. You can do it with anything. Like as you just gave the example going for a walk mm -hmm. without your podcasting mm -hmm. apart from this Actually, one apart from this one yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> once you finish with this one um just actually going for a walk as you said again listening to the birds listening to the sound mm -hmm. the wind in the trees fully being present in what you're doing mm -hmm. in your walk listening to nature around mm. that is meditation mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything fancy you don't have to get any fancy apps you don't have to like buy a fancy meditation cushion wear any fancy kind of meditation <laughs> can clothes. i just say something go on cushion oh my god i just said cushion <laughs> see it just happens it's that's how we say it <laughs> sophie gets taken the mickey out of in her yoga class <laughs> That she Jesus. says cushion and not cushion. 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 Is that what I say? Cushion? Yeah. I mean, it's fine. I'm working on it. It's cushion. not offensive. Cushion. Cushion. <laughs> cushion. So I say that in my yoga classes. I'm like, grab your cushion. <laughs> it's Jude and Ian. Jude and Ian take the <laughs> out of me all the time. They're like, your cushion. But... I didn't even think that I said that, but I totally did. <laughs> So it's it's about that singularity of focusing on one thing, no matter what that is. It's about one thing. Yeah, no matter what that thing is, yeah. That's interesting. Mm. 
and just redirecting always back round to that one thing no matter yes, where your mind goes definitely and your mind will 100% drift off you'll start thinking of you might smell something and you'll be like Mm, that smells nice. I wonder what that is. Mm, mm. It smells like a pizza. I mm, wonder what flavour pizza that would be. <laughs> oh, I'm actually really hungry. You'll, go, you'll start creating this story and you'll start going all the way down this, um, this story in your mind. Yeah. And then it's about catching yourself. Whoa, I just fully went off on a tangent then with my thoughts. Yeah. What was I doing again? Okay, I was concentrating on this, guy, uh, on this candle. Great. You brought your mind back and then probably five seconds <laughs> after you brought your mind back you'll go, go oh candle oh i wonder where this candle's from oh i wonder where this candle was made then you'll start going off on this story again catch yourself what was i doing concentrating on the candle go back to it yeah so the act of meditation itself is catching when your thoughts wonder yeah realizing and being aware that the thoughts have wondered bringing it back to this thing and then just knowing it is a practice. It's not a perfect. Yeah. You're going to be, your your mind will keep wondering. Because I think that's where people go, well, I can't do it. And that's why it's better to do these short but regular practices because your mind will wonder, not, not less because it's still going to wonder a lot of times, but it's going to wonder less because it's a shorter amount of time. Say, for example, in the two minutes a day, mm. um, and then it's like, you can regularly bring your mind back. And then it's like, okay, I'm done now. Let's carry on with my day. Yeah. Try it again the next day. Whereas if you did sit down for an hour, you would get frustrated with yourself. Yes. Um, more easily because you will notice that your mind has one wondered way more because you've been there for a longer amount of time. And is it easier to focus on something visual or to focus on something audio? Completely depends what works well for you. Okay. If it's sound, if it's visual, if it's your eyes are closed and it's an internal movement or an internal sound yeah. or your breath, it's whatever works for you. Um, yeah, some people like to keep their eyes open. Yeah. Again, that safety aspect, like I'm here and I know what's going on around me. Yeah. Because um, even closing the eyes is, is scary for some people mm-hmm. if they don't feel safe or um, sometimes that can make the thoughts even more vivid with the eyes closed. Yeah. So it's whatever works for you, definitely. That's so interesting. So, so interesting. Well, that's a good little starter for people if they just want to have a go. Definitely, yeah. And I guess that we could... That's a nice one to kind of leave people with. Of course, yeah. So that was like our first... Well, we've interviewed people, but that was our first like recording just us two. Yes. So, and this will come out first, won't it? This yeah. Be... Yeah, this one will come out first for sure. And follow our social media, the Energy Edit Podcast subscribe yeah subscribe. on spotify apple wherever you listen to your podcast i guess that's a signing off definitely yeah it's been a fun one it has thank you